Hey guys, what's up? Welcome back to our podcast. Welcome, welcome. So first things first, we want to explain the um, name change. Last podcast, we said welcome to the common ground. But when you click the link, it said the common place. So just a PSA, we have officially changed the name to The Common Place for various reasons. But welcome back. And thank you for joining us. Yeah. And also, I want to say thank you so much for all the feedback that we've been getting for my first one. It's a, you know, we're still learning. There's a lot of things that, you know, excuse me. There's a lot of things that we're still learning and whatever, but the feedback was always welcome. And we appreciated that a lot of feedback that we heard was it was very relatable and that it was conversational starting. Um, I'm trying to sound smart right now, but thanks for the feedback. <laughs> but yeah. So, so today we're going to get into a little bit of a different topic. Candice, do you want to introduce that? Yes. Yes. Okay, so TMZ had recently put out there that Tiffany Haddish, all of you guys know who Tiffany Haddish is. If not, she's an actress and a comedian, first and foremost a comedian, who um, she had a show this past New Year's weekend and Apparently, she bombed the show to the point where people were getting up and leaving, and she was forgetting lines. She was taking pauses and breaks, and I even saw in one of the clips, she had to use, like, Ciroc, and she's like, hold on, let me take a quick Ciroc break or something to that effect to help her get more liquid courage to continue the show, and I'm just like, dang, how embarrassing. (laughs) Yeah, that would be pretty embarrassing. Oh, and like what kills me is that she put out a video that was like I'm mad tired like I don't even know if I can do this show she's been partying all day all morning into the new year and that's cool and all but listen if you have a brand a business or whatever don't jeopardize that especially if you're Be newbie responsible. yeah like for example if it was Kevin Hart I know he's been in the game a little bit longer than Tiffany Haddish, meaning, like, the big boy game. Because Tiffany Haddish has been in the game a long time, too. But, I mean, like, the big boy game. So, Kevin Hart can probably go on stage and just BS a show, as opposed to her. She's still learning and stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah, she's still kind of building her brand. Mm -hmm. And speaking of that, I saw on uh, Twitter someone posted about this exact event and I don't remember it verbatim but the gist of it was it's not that we don't want Tiffany Haddish as a black female to succeed it's that a lot of people don't find her funny and she feeds into what Hollywood sees as the stereotypical black woman loud and ghetto and obnoxious right and a lot of people argued that it was just her personality, it's who she is, and that's how she makes money, so let her be. But, I mean... But I don't really think... Like, for example... I don't even know if... Okay, so I know that a lot of people... Again, I'll use... Who's a good comedian? Throw out somebody's name. 
Uh, Angela Johnson. Okay. She's a Hispanic comedian. Oh, her, 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 yeah. her, her. Bon okay. Quique. Bon Quique. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, even her, Just I just know that that's not how she acts in real life. She knows how to turn it on and turn it off. And Tiffany Haddish reminds me of those that one friend you have that's like always on 10 and you got to take them in doses. Yes, I was just about to say that. <laughs> yeah. I have a couple friends like that. I will not say names <laughs> because I still <laughs> do not point to yourself. Um, I will not say names, but the thing is, it's like, I still love them, but it's just like, it's just too much. And mm-hmm. the stigma, it's exhausting. she ready. And it's like, what other new jokes do you have? And I know that some comedians can get away with repeating the jokes that they have, but mm-hmm. for her, it's like you said, the stigma of, uh, being loud, ghetto, whatever. But yeah, I've only heard one person say that they don't like her and that was my boyfriend and I was completely thrown so I don't know yeah um you saw the movie Girls Trip right yeah what did you think of her character in that ooh (laughs) (laughs) okay the movie was a 7 out of 10 and I say that because there's a lot of jokes that were very overly done absolutely and she was thrown into a movie with a bunch of ripe seasoned comedian and actors absolutely and yes not that she didn't fit in it was just it just didn't feel like i wasn't laughing the whole movie i wasn't the theater was empty when i went <laughs> How long did you wait to see it? I think like a week. Interesting. I remember everyone raving about it. I was at home in Memphis at the time. Mm -hmm. And honestly, I was embarrassed because I went with my mom and her friends. (laughs) Oh, no. And so like all of the the profanity and like the sexual jokes, I was like, can I laugh at this? My mom's here. Like... (laughs) (laughs) You want to show something funny to your mom off of social media. Yes. And you don't realize that they cuss or say something. And, like, there's a frog that pops up in your throat. Like, oh, I'm just like, uh. (laughs) Sorry, guys. (laughs) (laughs) It actually happened to me a couple weeks ago. Oh, no. Yikes. It wasn't horrible, but they were not prepared for the words that came out of the person's mouth. What did you think of Tiffany Haddish in the movie? Um, if I'm not mistaken, I want to say that 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 was my first like big introduction to her. So I like right off the bat, I was like, oh, she's funny. And then she started getting more gigs, and I started seeing like clips of her Mm -hmm. stand up shows, and I was like, hmm. I may have to rethink what I think about her. <laughs> that's hilarious. Um, I mean, but it it's her bread and that's her hustle. Like, I can't knock it, but can we tone it down a little bit? It, sometimes, like, I don't know. Like, even on the red carpet, she's loud, obnoxious, making jokes that 
even the the commentators or the hosts have to pretend laugh at. So, um, (laughs) pretend laugh. Oh my! Uh, But you know, it is what it is. I don't know. One thing I will say is that I appreciate that she keeps the same energy wherever she goes. So yes. it's not fake. You know she keeps it 100. That's and true. So that is one thing I can appreciate from my friends that are always on level 10. But it's just like, bro, you're you're much. <laughs> you're much. Yeah, it's kind of like guys, you do realize that the world <clears throat> does not does not operate in the way that you operate. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So can we learn to adapt? Question mark. I'm sick. <laughs> but see, that's the thing. You don't want to tell someone to change who they are because they grow yeah, up. Yeah, that's knowing, not what I'm saying. Oh, you gotta keep, you know, keep that same energy. Never change. Never doubt yourself. And then you enter this mean, big, bad world. Oh, sweetheart, tone it down. Yeah, so. yeah, that's true too. Yeah, I wasn't saying like I I want the per- the people in my life like that to change like mm-hmm. not at all because I don't know who they'd be without that personality. I don't know if I want to find out. <laughs> right, right, right. But um, mm-hmm. and I appreciate it because it keeps me on my toes and it keeps me laughing. Mm-hmm. Um, but like, come on, guys, church just let out or come on, guys, we were at a funeral today. Like, calm, calm down, just a tad. Can we bring yeah. it down to a 9.3, maybe? <laughs> <laughs> no, no. Do you remember those friends that you're, like, embarrassed to bring them certain places? Yes. Oh, my gosh. Yes. I'm not going to name names either, but... <laughs> mm. Wow, oh, yes. No. Yeah. I've had a couple of those, and you kind of have to be, like, warn them, and then they catch your vibe, and they're like... I know how to behave. And it's like, okay, I'm just but letting do you know. You? Exactly. You want to say that to them, but you're like, oh, okay, my bad, my bad. I just, you know, you know. But earlier you mentioned something like the black girl stigma. What was it again? Oh, I just said that she feeds into the Hollywood uh, stereotype of, it's not just the Hollywood stereotype, it's uh societal really mm-hmm. but um of loud and ghetto mm-hmm. and um actually let's define the word ghetto that, and i was about to <laughs> that's why mm-hmm. because i feel like ghetto is a cultural term and it can be seen by some as a racial slur okay so one thing I learned about being ghetto, this is my definition. Mm-hmm. It's not really a definition, it's a more like an understanding is that ghetto can be black, white, Latin, yes, Asian, absolutely native, whatever culture you are, because every culture has a slum area or a low income or ghetto or yes. Good. Hood, that's the word I was looking for, to that culture. And so, mm-hmm. like, when people say, oh, why is she trying to act black to, like, a white girl who grew up in the hood? To me... That's our culture. That's exact. That's what she knows. Right. That is exactly what she knows. Like, for example, 
bad baby, um, catch me outside girl. I don't know if that's where she grew up because I've seen her flip personalities. Mm-hmm. I feel like in that sense, she tries to act black as opposed to she's actually ghetto. But what does that mean? Acting black? Yes. The culture. So, cultural appropriation. There you go. Thank okay. you for correcting me. <laughs> I wasn't trying to, okay. try to correct you, girl. No, no, no. That's learning moment. So. Um, I was just trying to make sure we were on the same page. <laughs> but, um, oh, I forgot the question. Let's continue. Oh, yeah. The definition of ghetto. Oh, yeah. So, I used to get offended when people... Uh, I went to a predominantly white academy mm-hmm. uh, in high school and I had some Caucasian friends. Oh, that's so ghetto. Wow, I just put on a very fake voice. That was wrong, <laughs> but I'm sorry. Okay. <laughs> Cultural appropriation. <laughs> <laughs> uh. <laughs> okay. okay, anyways, um, that or that's so ghetto. Mm-hmm. Maybe it was somebody that was literally being innovative. They were trying to make do with what they had oh that's so ghetto and so i used to say ghetto is not a is not a describing word it's a lifestyle right um it's from it's i mean technically it is an adjective but i don't know that was my argument back then i was very uh i was asleep i wasn't woke oh my (laughs) But yeah, that used to okay. upset me when people were like, oh, that's so ghetto. She's so ghetto. It's so ghetto, 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 ghetto. No, it's just innovation. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, and I had to, I had, I found myself being defensive because I used to think like that about friends that I grew up right. with <clears throat> that lived in a poorer neighborhood than I grew up in. And I'm would be at their house a lot. Oh, this is so ghetto, mm-hmm. blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. Their friends are ghetto. What is this? Like, <laughs> but I had to check myself. And then I became defensive on like everyone that lives in those conditions. Um, when people would say, oh, that's so ghetto. Right. So I would try and defend. I don't know if I was trying to compensate for my own thoughts back then. I don't know. But yeah. Well, according to UrbanDictionary.com, because mm-hmm. that's reliable. Um, <laughs> Just as reliable as Wikipedia. <laughs> right? Um, the meaning of ghetto is an impoverished, neglected, or otherwise disadvantaged residential area of a city unusu- usually troubled by a disproportionately large amount of crime. That's actually a very accurate de- um, definition. Wow, Urban Dictionary. What's, what's the username that added that? I'm just curious. K1. Oh, that's it? Okay. By K1. Okay. I was trying to see if the uh, the username was telling of the person's ethnicity. Okay. That's all. But that's very ambiguous. There's four. There's three other definitions, but most of them all are very similar. Back. Exactly. Yeah. Hmm. Interesting. What yeah. does Miriam Webster have to say about Miriam the word? Miriam Webster? I don't know. Let me see what she says. 
Call her up. Okay. <laughs> Check on her. See how hey, she's doing. What does kiddo mean? <laughs> <laughs> or our trusty friend Siri. Oh, that would be funny. <laughs> yeah. Miriam says a quarter of a city in which Jews are formally required to live. Excuse me. Okay, and then a quarter of a city in which members of a minority group live, especially of social, legal, or economic pressure. I'm getting offended. And then three, an isolated group or a situation that resembles a ghetto, especially in conferring inferior status or limiting opportunity. Okay, I understand that a quarter of a city in which members of a minority group live in, but we all know what minority they're talking about. That's their nice way of saying black people. You know, wow. Even textbooks speak that way. It's so condescending. Condescending. It's condescending. <laughs> okay, shut up. Condescending. There you go, girl. <laughs> See? Now I'm I ghetto. got you. Now I'm ghetto. Stop! Oh my goodness! Oh man! Yeah, even textbooks speak that way. I remember taking a multicultural class, and it always tried to be considerate of the audience Mm -hmm. and talk about minorities. But when you broke down minorities into Black, Asian, and Latino. Or Latin X for the woke people. Um, I'm, dead. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> so dead. Uh, or Native Americans. Right. <clears throat> Black people were always the first ones mentioned, and then it was everyone else. So we're just at the top of the food chain when it comes to being the slum dogs. I guess. But hey, everybody wants to be like us. Oh, yikes. <laughs> I saw this meme. It had Gabrielle Union in the picture back in Deliver Us from Eva (laughs) in her red uh, work suit and her slayed ponytail. Oh my gosh. (laughs) Was that Deliver Us from Eva or was that Two Can Play That Game? It was Deliver Us from Eva. Okay. Yeah. Um, What was it? Now I'm thinking. Okay, anyways, whatever. The meme was like, I'm so glad to be a black girl so I don't have to spend my life's earnings trying to be one. And I was like... (laughs) I was like, yikes. But of course, I screenshot it and was like, yes. Sent it to all my friends. No, that is wrong. Whoever made that meme, bad, bad, bad. (laughs) That is funny, but bad. And I was... Well, I mean, I was like, yes, I'm glad. But then I was like, y'all, that's wrong. That's so wrong, but funny. <laughs> oh, man. That is hilarious. I have to say, um, we are a funny bunch of people. Like, our culture in itself. Like, I yes. don't care if people call us ghetto or minorities, which I really feel like. And that's so wrong. Like, I'm a minority. No, I'm a major person, okay? Major key. There you go. So, but the thing is, it's like, I enjoy our culture. We're so funny. Like, 
if you go on black Twitter or Facebook, like, we all grew up the same. We all laughed the same. You know, I love how you said black Twitter. If it's a, it's a separate application <laughs> from Twitter itself. <laughs> there it really is, like, sections of Twitter, and it's great. Like, black Twitter is where it's at. Okay, I have a confession. When I found out about black Twitter, I thought it was a separate app. <laughs> but that, that was very very long ago oh man that's so and then funny I found out it was just the black on twitter the black twitter. yes i love the holiday times because <laughs> of thanksgiving clapbacks <laughs> oh no yes those are so ruthless but they are so funny yes man yeah and i mean i know a lot of people participate in that but the ones specifically for black twitter yeah. are hilarious i won't even yeah. say something because they're just really very rude but like wow yes mm. but I, I i think we're so funny we are right. everything that happens this is the reason why I'm still in my mid-twenties on Twitter because it's so funny. It's like comedic relief for my day. Like I, I wish you guys could see her face right now. Like she's so serious. <laughs> it's so funny. Like it really okay. is. Like I don't even know how to describe it, but man. But mm. good times. Yeah. And the fact that like I said, like we grew up the same, and we get the jokes. Mm-hmm. It's it's the best, and um... <laughs> I just have a question. Yes, for our um, <clears throat> black listeners. <laughs> so when y'all were growing up, probably. <laughs> <laughs> so when y'all were growing up, did y'all like when the water was running? Stop! I had it in my head because last night. <laughs> Last night you did this to me. <laughs> okay, go. So, when y'all were growing up and you were about to make some dishwater, maybe uh, bath water or something, uh-huh. did you like stick your hand under the faucet just to see how soon the water was going to get hot? Thinking moving your hand under the water, oh running water was going to <laughs> was going to hasten the. <laughs> The, the water temperature, like, I saw a meme about that, too, and I just chuckle every time I turn on the faucet, honestly, like, it's hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> that is hilarious. Ugh. Or even, like, the gum, not the garbage bags, the plastic bags when you go shopping. Yes. Y'all should see our pantry <laughs> right now. Oh, no! <laughs> and we've only been in this apartment barely two months, and, like, we have it's endless grocery hard. bags. And it's funny because every time my parents come to visit, because in Canada you have to pay for the bags. Um, I think it's like five cents per shopping bag that you get whenever you go grocery shopping. So every time they come visit me, they appreciate taking that stuff. It's like Christmas. They're like, okay, we're just going to go through your bags. And then all the bags are gone. I'm like, what? Thanks. I need some. (laughs) So. (laughs) Oh, man. What else is a, a universally black thing? They like family reunions. Oh yeah! And you wake up in the morning and you see plastic, not plastic plates, styrofoam plates with um the sections. Yes. You know you about to eat so good yes. that day, man. Yes. Or you get a text from your favorite cousin saying they're not coming, so you get mad. Yes. Because <laughs> now you yes. about to be bored and you can't clown the rest of your yes. family. 
or you come back from that walk from... after you eat. Yeah. <laughs> I must say though, it was it was very like interesting to see. Um, there, I have a coworker who's Latina, and I told her about that meme, and she's like, "Oh my gosh, I know exactly what you're talking about." And I was like, "Oh, so you get it?" You know, like, I yeah. tell all of my Latinx. <laughs> Girl, I'm, just quit. <laughs> I'm childish, okay. Um, I tell all of my Hispanic friends that we are literally the same person, ex- people, sorry, uh, except for the language barrier. Like, yeah. There's so many similarities. And, like, I was in undergrad. We watched this documentary and this class called Black Psychological Perspectives. Mm-hmm. It was on food history, oddly enough, and it talked about. Um, <clears throat> variations of foods and how they all derived from Africa and we say oh yeah the Caribbean food is this and the American food is this and the African food is this but it's literally all variations all of the, the same, same thing. thing and it's very closely related to Hispanic countries that are like close to Haiti like Cuba and all of that right. so we're all, we all eat the same things it's just called and different cooked differently like plantanos, plantain plantain yes all the Festivals. same thing dumpling dumpling all the same or fry bake all the same thing yes so it's pretty cool i love culture yeah but um so how is your week going you started your new job yes okay topic change topic change i see you yeah um (laughs) i've been dying to ask that um pretty well um it's pretty much the same as my internship so far mm-hmm. um seeing the same clients i get to see new clients next week so i'm excited about that um just in case we have any new listeners this time around i am a newly graduated therapist in training I'm still working on my licensure um so that's what i mean by clients and all of that but, yeah, I'm excited to continue. Um, it's a little bit overwhelming because I am transitioning into mm-hmm. new management um, at the private practice. Do you so. like your new boss? Yeah, he's cool. He's just <laughs> an interesting person all around. Talk but, about it. <laughs> <laughs> it sounds like there's a story there. Um, I'm still trying to get to know him um, and know his quirks and all of that and likes and dislikes is his name bob close enough i'm just playing (laughs) 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 no his name is oh you're not gonna say his name um but yeah so he's an interesting man um i like our big boss than my direct supervisor more than my direct supervisor but you know supervisors are a hit or miss like absolutely uh, I've had like three supervisors this year at my work and so I totally see where you're coming from but it sucks when you don't have that relationship established with your supervisor because when you're in need of a favor you don't always get it or you kind of feel like on edge with it but if you are in good standing it's like oh no problem that ain't no problem (laughs) so yeah well, that's cool. You're going to have to fill us in more. Um, and the fact that you're a therapist, it'd be very cool if, like, one episode we can do 
um, a DSM-5 diagnosis on people. So, for those of you... Oh, go ahead. I wasn't going to say anything. Oh, okay. For those of you who don't know what a DSM-5 is, it's pretty much a book that used by, like, mental health or clinical mental health people to diagnose um, mental, mental illness. illnesses. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so if you're in social work taking that got your master's or um, psychology or um, pretty much anything mental health related. Yeah. If you don't own one, you will eventually. <laughs> yeah. I still have one. Cause I do too. It's the best. It's the funniest because sometimes I come home and I'm like, oh, I knew this girl had it. I knew she had it. Like, <laughs> If you go home from work and you're like, this chick has something wrong with her, and you just flip through the book and you're like, oh, huh? personality mm-hmm. disorder? No, I'm joking. <laughs> but yeah. Personality disorders are so harsh. They are. I don't know if, I know this is a little bit off topic, but um, just quickly, the Tyler Perry movie with Taraji. Oh, Were yeah. you there with us when we watched it? Yes. Yeah, that personality <clears throat> disorder, it was hard to read into. It was borderline. I knew it immediately. I didn't. And then when as soon as I got home, I opened up the DSM-5. I don't know if you remember this. And then we yeah. talked about it. Mm-hmm. So I was like, what? They were, they were spot on. But yeah. That was... Yeah, I read after that that they actually had um, a paid psychiatrist to... That is lit. Yeah, to help them portray... A person that would act a certain that way because of borderline lit. personality disorder. Because sometimes I watch shows and like, okay, I don't know if you guys have ever watched like a medical show around medical working people and they just go off about how <laughs> unethical the show is. I've And I've seen movies in my field that's like, what? That would never happen. Yeah, it doesn't make sense. No. So that's why I think that it's so cool that they paid someone to... Help them portray the proper character. But mm-hmm. anyways, I'm all talked out. Have you talked out? <laughs> yeah, just a little <laughs> bit. So, um, we would love to hear from you guys. Again, the email address for us is thecomfortroom at outlook.com. So if you have any questions or any topics that you would like to be discussed in the future... Um, email us and let us know. Thank you for tuning in. Thank you. And we'll (laughs) chat next time. Bye. Bye.